1: So we talked about retail, and I think the uh, article about um, the uh, commercial rent assistance is uh, something to talk about, because what we were seeing in April, like I was talking to a lot of small business owners in March, April, May, when they announced the commercial rent rent assistance, um, everybody right away sent a letter or an email or a phone call to their uh, landlord and say, hey, I want this. And every single landlord- Yeah, get on this now was just like, what are you talking about? Where's my rent, right? And I think one of the biggest issues was is that the program wasn't actually launched until the end of May, so people couldn't even start filling out applications. So we're only, you know, a couple weeks in. Um, and it's you've a got, horrible
2: program. Like, who does it benefit got,
1: no, it's a great program. It's it's something that is 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 gonna help out a lot. It just there's a lot of stuff. There's gotta be certain uh you know, f- applications uh, filled out by the tenant and attestments as well as the landlord, and they have to go through the process and everything else too. But the big landlords, according to the article, seem to be responding well. I mean, when you have the recipe only unlimited one. Right?
2: only one big no, landlord
1: Rio, Rio Can and First Nation- First Capital. So
2: okay. those are two pretty yeah, big so- ones.
1: Yeah. So the, 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 that's a really good sign. And if smart centers and everybody else comes on board, it seems like the, the wording from the uh, first uh, capital guy was that it was their obligation to do so. So Recipe said something along yeah. 16% of their landlords had been willing to uh, complete the application, but it was still really new. So what I am expecting now over the, over the month of June is to start seeing more of these applications get processed, more landlords, especially the bigger ones, realizing that the people who are in their units right now need some assistance in order to be able to continue the long-term uh, growth of their business. In order for those uh, investors that these big, huge REITs have, um, in order to make those numbers work, because yeah, but how do if these they businesses
2: don't stay in business until these applications get processed and approved and funded, and then they have well, to right now, through. right now,
1: commercial, commercial. Commercial landlords can't evict anybody until August thirty first, so it's going to be okay, and they can do everything uh, retroactively. So they can say, "All right, you owe us this much money, but the program's kicked in this much. You owe us twenty five percent from here here and hit into arrears. They can they can make some they can make some arrangements." But and so how does this thing-
2: re uh, how does this loan work? The, who they're loaning
1: the money to the landlord and then just so, forgiving uh, after it after the the government gives out a fifty percent um not uh, forgivable loan. Right, they collect twenty five percent from the tenant, and once the landlord, I guess, would sign something that says uh, they would be uh, relieving the tenant of the twenty five percent, the government releases releases the loan, or the, the loan uh, then becomes uh, um, uh, oh, non. It's uh, forgivable once
2: you. Uh, forgivable. What I was for. Once you no, but it's forgivable once you do what you're supposed to do.
1: Yeah, exactly. Is, like, so the main thing is this. 25% rent is a lot better than 100% rent. There are people who have already gone under. Maybe those guys were already on the sidelines uh, before and, and they were starting to get behind and their businesses may, may not come back. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of those stories. I'm not saying there's not, but there sure is a lot of people who have been trying to stay open, who were essential, who could really use the help because their numbers that I've been talking to, uh, that I've been talking to is, some of them are doing really well, but some of them are about 50%. So what percentage
2: of the landlords are Mr. and Mrs. Smith versus, you know, First Capitals and Brookfields and companies? Well,
1: it depends on what area you're looking at. I guess a lot of people that are going to have
2: to apply for this thing. Like a lot of people quickly.
1: CMHC, the one who's funding it all, again... You know, the people the people who are releasing the articles that the market's gonna crash, right? They're the ones who are who are footing the bill, right? So at the end of the day, where this money's coming from is the government's gonna be uh, you know, having having savings bonds uh, sold off to foreign foreign parties and, and, and other investors. And so that they wanna have the um So but what is the business of- owner, what, what is he
2: saying to his suppliers and everybody that he owes money to? Like, hang on, I think I'm gonna get my landlord to put in this application
1: and get this money, like, hang on, hang on. Don't put some me out cases, of business. In, in some cases. Yes. I mean, everybody's, everybody's really, you know, rallying behind each other. And, you know, maybe a month ago, it was Google's a little bit talking different about
2: how people are saying like, I want my money. Fuck this I know. 25% a month, off ship. A month,
1: a month ago, that was, that was the case, but we're starting to see a little bit different, um, a little bit different changes now when so we're gonna related? we're gonna see at the end of June exactly how many of these uh, applications they'll release the numbers and so we'll know exactly how many applications are actually uh, being filled out for people to uh, to people get that get to get the assistance that they need I mean the, the good news is is there's there's positive um, uh, stances coming from the big landlords and, and guys will fall through. Nobody wants to be the landlord that wasn't willing to save the businesses, uh, when this is all said and done, you know, the media backlash that people are capable of today in, in the social media world and stuff like that is, is, is ruthless. So I think we're going to, I have a much more positive stance after reading this article than I did uh, a few weeks ago that's for sure
2: i gotta think that there's a lot of landlords out there going "Ooh, like i can evict
1: them and get so much
2: more for this you space right now
1: you can't evict rent rents are probably going to go down what if they um,
2: already evicted somebody
1: that's the one that i was thinking about because they were talking about the um the guy there with the axe throwing so it did say june 3rd to august 31st there there are no evictions so I don't think the so government prior has to got you control. Can be evicted. I, if you have been evic- evicted already, I don't think the government has any ability to step in. Um, so that m- maybe the uh, rent assistance can kick in and the landlord can can renegotiate with the tenant. But the main thing is, is June third to August thirty first, there are no evictions in the province of Ontario now, which is which is good news for people. It's very good. Again, news. Again, CMHC. You know they they've got obviously their own agenda with with a lot of different stuff. They're they're taking on a lot of programs. They're they are a government uh, mortgage insurance company, so they've got to answer to taxpayers and everything else. So the main thing is, um, you know, they've got their own view of the market based on their data. Uh, it is nationwide. Um, it's not it's not you know backed up by by any more than, you know, a crystal ball. So, you know, we'll see exactly what happens there. But the the reason that they were tightening their restrictions um, is to ensure that we all understand their stance on the market and that they are trying to curb the, um, the borrowing and everything else too. So uh, the main thing is, is it, it affects the market in no way, shape or form. We still have other mortgage insurance providers that people can go to. So there's not going to be something like um, you know, a major fallout in people's ability to be able to qualify. There'd be, there'd be a very small percentage of any uh mortgages that were high ratio that would no longer be able to obtain any type of financing whatsoever. Um, love and love
2: that I- Genworth comes out and says, they're crazy. We're going to get things just how they were.
1: Yeah. Genworth is like, come to us first. Yeah. Like, like they CMHC says, no, we say yes. No, it, you know? it's
2: basically saying that like, you know, they're smart enough to, um, you know, judge whether people are worth taking the risk on, like that's their business is risk assessment. Basically. Do. Right. The same thing. This is, this is yep. exactly what they do. They have crazy algorithms and all kinds of data points that decide whether or not you're worthy of borrowing from them. Yep. A- and they're basically just, you know, taking a bigger slice of the pie, like instantly, because who the fuck is going to go to CMHC with all these tighter restrictions when you have Genworth who does the exact same thing, like from the, from the consumer perspective, it's no different. What does the consumer care there's, that it's backed by the there's, government?
1: There's certain products that CMHC will ensure and that Genworth won't.
2: Like what? And vice
1: versa. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a mortgage specialist, but the main thing is, is that, you know, you have to look at it, which, which products are going to be insured or not. So again, there's a very small percentage of deals that were not going to happen. And, um, that the banks were offering before that are only through CMHC and that have to have, that have to meet the new guidelines. But for the most part, you're going to have a ton of people still qualifying with, uh, Genworth or, um, Canada guarantee. So that's that's not really something that we're we're too concerned about.
2: And you know what the reality is like you have somebody who wants to buy, right? If if they're not Mm -hmm. able to buy anymore because policy or restrictions or whatever, like they're still in the real estate market, they still have to rent something, right? So they just they just go from one side to the other. 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 So who gives a shit, right?